What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Six feet under. Six feet under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Sack Harrigan's production. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this mystery is you listening to another episode of Six Feet Under Podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's happening, man? What's bracken smacking, smacking? What's popping? What's going down? Hey, I know what's going down. Before we get too further into this, I want to ask you to please like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. If you do that, good. If you can't, great. If you can, good. If you can't, great. Um, What's good, everybody? What's going on? Welcome back to Six Men Podcast. It's the podcast hosted by me, Uncle P, five for nine host with sophisticated ignorance. I probably said it once. I'll say it again. I'll say it as many times as I want because success is a cousin's repetition, my friend gotta say things in cycles it's like manifestation we gotta say these things out loud multiple times and that's how people know it's real at least i guess that's how manifestation is um i want to thank you for coming back to listen to this podcast six friend podcast now you probably listen to this sticking to yourself what the hell am i doing why am i listening to this what is going on this uncle is talking to me very very fast well let me tell you something now listen to a podcast listen to me we're at the dinner table right now okay I'm sitting down chilling at the dinner table all right, chilling at the dinner table, and uh, that's what we're doing. We're chilling, and you listen to me, Uncle P. We're in my apartment <laughs> at my dinner table, and you're not listening to me or talking to me because you want um, to just hear me ramble. You listen to me because you want to hear me give you some advice. What type of advice? The best type of advice, the real type of advice, the Uncle P type of advice, the type of advice I can't even remember my own damn intro because it's been so long. <laughs> what's your, what's good, y'all? What's going on? Um, I'm gonna take a little break. I'm gonna be right back. One second. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to get my mind in order for a second, get my mouth in order for a second. My my uh, obviously my thoughts and whatnot are all over the place. Um, I'm gonna be real with you today. We're going to do something that I've never done before. Um, We're going to actually give a shout out to an athlete. And we're going to actually give the athlete's name up. I usually don't use people's names because it's usually not my thing. But I'm going to do it today because it got me thinking, especially with everything I've been through lately. It's got me um, definitely in my feels. But um, you guys heard Tom Brady's? Tom Brady's coming back? You guys heard Tom Brady's coming back to uh, the NFL, right? And uh, I know you heard that. Obviously, I've heard it by now. Everybody's heard it by now. By the time you hear this, it's it's obviously old news. But what I found funny about that news is that the fact that it was news. Tom Brady's coming back. It's like this man's been playing football for more than half my motherfucking life. And so him coming back to play football again is news that he's coming back. And it's like, it's only news because it's Tom Brady. It's only news because Tom Brady's coming back to the NFL. And I'm like, wow, that's that's really cool. Some people love it. Some people care. Some people like me could not give a fuck. Um, shout out to Tom Brady. I don't have Tom Brady money, so I don't have time to talk about Tom Brady type problems. But what it really got me thinking about was the Tom Brady effect and how people come back to things, you know, and and. And it really kind of got me in my feels. I'm not even going to hold you. I think about the fact that in life, we look at life really a lot of times. um, We look at life, I guess, sometimes as a game. I know I do. Sometimes I do. Um, I know people who do. And life is like a game. It's like a game to them. I guess it's something they do, something they don't do. Sometimes they do it a lot. Sometimes they don't do it a lot. It's just how you depend on. It just depends on how you feel like playing the game. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that always bothered me about the game called life is that there are no redos. 
There are no restarts. There are no retries. There are no, um, you know, let's try it again. You're not really coming out of retirement in life. <laughs> Once you retire in life, you're done. Once life has put its retirement plans on you and stamped its uh, its uh, retirement plan, uh, papers, you are done. There is no coming back and going back and coming back and going back and coming back again. It's just that's just what it is, my friend. And so I got to wondering what in my good world of life have I ever did the Tom Brady effect on? Have you ever had the Tom Brady effect? No, I'm not talking about winning seven Super Bowls, nigga. I'm talking about literally feeling like you could just come back from some shit to come back to some shit. Like literally looking at life and thinking to myself, I'll be back to this. Or I'll come back to this. Or I can get back to this. It's crazy. Tom Brady was gone from football for less than a year. He said, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Gots to get back on the field, baby. And it makes me think about all the times in my life where I thought I could come back to something. And nope. You see, as I pod right now, and I talk to you right now through these uh, airwaves, I'm looking at a t-shirt. I'm staring at a t-shirt that has my aunt's face on it. And it's crazy because it's like my aunt stamped her retirement papers, figuratively speaking. It's hard to say that my aunt is dead. It's actually really hard for me to say out loud. I cannot really, I don't know. I don't really know how to say that out loud without really actually trying not to believe it. Like I, I know it's the truth. <clears throat> sorry, I know it is the truth, but I try not to believe it. It was kind of different this time around because unlike grandparents were a little bit up there in age, I guess you could say. This woman wasn't, this woman wasn't even in her 60s. And so it was like, it made me think about my Tom Brady effect and how um, now I, you know, I, I try my hardest not to live with regrets, but I think about um, one of the biggest regrets now that I'll, I'll forever have to live with as I, you know, thought I could just come back to something was, um, you want to hear a story? I'm sure you do. That's why you're here. Thank you, family. I appreciate you for coming back to listening to my stories. Um, sometime last year, I went on a trip or my family actually, sorry, came on a trip. Um, then my aunts all came to my mother and father's house for about a week. It was actually a week um, in the summer last year, summer 21. It's crazy. Now I always know and remember summer 21 for a reason. And um, my aunts, all my aunts came. They were able to come um, to my parents' house. And it was fun. It was a good time. It was a good, good, fun time. And uh, I, uh, I had a great time being around my aunts for once in my life as an adult. Not as a kid, not as a teenager, but as an adult. And not only as an adult, but as an adult that was a respected figure. Like, you know, like not saying that my aunts disrespect some of my other cousins or disrespect anybody. It was just it was just good to feel like a an adult at times around them. And um there was an opportunity that I had to perform to perform stand-up comedy in front of my aunts and um needless to say i'll be honest with you i I just got cold feet 
I just got cold feet. I just got super nervous. I got cold feet and um and uh I just kinda I kinda swept it underneath the rug. I was just like, you know, not right now. I won't perform perform in front of them right now. I'll I'll do it at a later time. I remember saying that. I'll, I'll do it at a later time. Now, I, I could have performed, I could have just I mean, just went out there and just did like I usually did, but for some reason this time around, family members there, cold feet. But I promised myself that I wouldn't get cold feet again and I would I would go back again and I would show them that, you know, my craft and what I've been working on with my stand-up comedy. It's another thing I have to say. My aunts were obviously, you know, some of the first people I knew, but they were also some of my um they were some of my first crowd members. My aunts obviously were some of my first audiences, some of the first people I told jokes to, some of the first people I ever made laugh. And so I uh, I don't know. It would have been like a full circle moment to have my aunt see me on stage and you know I didn't I, I got cold feet and I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But I was determined to know I was gonna give them a show one day, you know. And um that that night that I didn't do the show, um I ended up having a conversation with my aunt Celestine and she um <laughs> she and my aunt Charlene and I were all sitting outside, you know, just having a heart to heart, I guess you could say, like an adult talk. And um, then my aunt looked at me and she was just kind of just talking, talking. And we just got to the sense of relationships and she praised my parents' relationship. My parents been together upwards to plus 30 plus years, if you count dating. Um, but, uh, this year it'll be 27 years of marriage and, um, my aunt praised them, you know, praised them at that point. This was a little bit right after their 26th anniversary. And, um, my aunt, she looked at me and she said, you want what your parents have, huh? Because at this point, you know, it had already been, the cat had already been out the bag. I've been the auntie lover. I talked about my my issues with dating and whatnot um, on social media. And, and, you know, I'm sure my aunt had probably listened to a few episodes. And um, she said, you want what your parents want? And I said, yeah, I do. And my aunt looked at me. Mind you, this is the same night I forgot to, where I, I got the cold feet and didn't take them to the show. Um, my aunt said, um, you can't have what your parents have right now because you're selfish and the reason why you're selfish is because you're spoiled and I remember at that moment I, I got so triggered I remember feeling so triggered like I, it was like this eerie feeling that I hadn't felt in a long time and I remember hearing myself be called spoiled when I was a kid and I was like I'm not spoiled like spoiled people get what they want the truth be told was I was spoiled my aunt wasn't wrong she said you're spoiled because you have your parents and you're selfish because you have your parents you're, sp- you're selfish because you you seek love and the only way you'll really be able to fully achieve love is if you become more selfless but because you have your parents you are selfish you the 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 feeling of love and the warmth that you get from them is able to mask any feeling of love and warmth that you can get from anybody else because you don't need that from anybody else you get it from your parents you don't need that from anyone else you don't need love at this moment 
from the outside world because you get enough from it from your parents and get it from your family. So you're selfish, man. You can't ever have what your parents have because you, 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 you just don't know how to make room in your heart for somebody else. And that, that'll be the moment when you learn that you, that'll be the moment you can achieve actual some form of love. When you learn how to actually stop caring so much about yourself first. And that, that, that was a dagger, man. I had not known that I was that selfish publicly. I mean, I, I I don't ever take myself as being the best person in the fucking world. So that's that, but I don't know. Selfish. Yeah. Selfish. It's kind of how I felt when I really thought about Tom Brady coming back to the NFL. Personally, if you guys want to know my personal opinion about Tom Brady coming back to the NFL, I personally think it's selfish. But it's what the man wants to do. I don't think it's selfish because I'm like, well, let somebody else get a shot or let somebody else have a chance or 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 I'm jealous. No, I think it's selfish because I'm like, man, go spend time with your family, please. These people get put in boxes. You never get them back. Like, ever. And so it's just like, in my heart, I'm like, I, I feel it, I guess. Tom Brady, come back to the NFL. I mean, my aunt can't come back. So I guess if you get the opportunity to come back from something, come back to it. Go back to it. Like, if you can. And I don't care how selfish it really makes you. You know, you stay as long as you want. Because at the end of the day, this this um the ultimate retirement plan is pretty permanent. Um and for that, Celestine, I wanna apologize for ever being selfish. I mean, although I'm sure you you know I meant the best when I tried to be who I was, but thank you for that advice. For you all who listen to this show still, thank you for still listening. For you all who, you know, have put up with me and my antics over all these years, thank you for still listening. <laughs> and just overall, thank you all for just listening. Um, we're going to get back on our regular schedule program with some YouTube episodes coming out later on this month. Um, I don't know who's up first, but, you know, we're going to have some more stuff coming. I just want to thank you guys, man. I know it's probably been rough listening to some of these episodes, but uh, if you've been rocking with your boy, Lord knows. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Listen to another episode of Six Minute Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. Like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please remember to allow the peace, kill the evil that is coming from within you. And until next time, I am. This is Sarah Kerrigan.